0: Bijou Podcasts. Welcome to episode 28 of the Stacey June Show. Today I want to present to you a new place for you to go for help. Happy self-centered Sunday or whatever day you're choosing to be self-involved. I encourage it. Hey, I'm Stace and I'm here on this Self-Centered Sunday podcast to bring the lesson of my week, the lesson I am pondering, the teaching that I am working through. And this week it is An interesting one because again I think there's so many ways that we can be told the same thing and it sometimes takes a moment in time or an opening of the heart or an understanding of what we do truly need to do to progress before we really connect to something that potentially you've been told a gazillion billion times. So this place that I'm going to introduce you to today for you to navigate towards as a absolute go-to for help and go-to for you to know how to move forward is something that you may have been told before or potentially something you've avoided in the past it's an interesting concept because it is one that is really accessible. It's a, it's something we can access most of the time and it is certainly something that's free. Just to give you guys a bit of a background around this podcast, it is something that I come to deliver every week that really does stem through me a little bit. I have found myself in a place where I doing a lot of self-work but it's really looking very different to how I've done it in the past and I'm finding that this particular podcast has almost felt like I'm being channeled through from some kind of divinity and sharing things with you about insights or thoughts that I'm not necessarily focusing too much on but that are connecting without me and overanalyzing and overthinking, and they're coming out of my mouth when I do this show. So go back and listen to a few of the others. I had a brunch with a friend today who had said that he had listened to the Starting Over podcast four times. There's something really interesting about that podcast, and I did mention it on my interview chat intro uh, in the last episode with Michelle, that the Starting Over podcast is really something that has shifted something in a lot of people because I really think that we are incredibly harsh on ourselves in our own evolution. So go back and listen to that if you haven't. But for today, I want to give you a bit of a background around my own self-work and where I have come from in terms of... Development within who I am, within my spirituality, within my ambition and goals in life. I came from a really broken family, and it was a physically broken family. My dad lived out of the home. My mum was never really in the home. My brother was in his own home, which was his own room, as a complete introvert. And we all dealt with things the way we could deal with them, but certainly there was no unity. And so when you grow up without any form of, I suppose, structure around security, it's, it's really, really uh, damaging for your own sense of self. Because if there isn't a stable foundation, everything else often seems very rocky. And it wasn't until I was about the age of 17 where I started to realize that for me to be the kind of person I wanted to be, I would need to... Get some help that I wasn't going to be able to live my dreams, even figure out what my dreams were, if I didn't go and speak to somebody and have someone give me some guidance. I didn't even know how to remotely think about therapy or anything. And so I was lucky enough to look around in my life and see that my aunties visited a naturopath who seemed to also do a bit of counseling on the side and some guidance. And it changed my life. It opened up a very new way of me understanding that there was a time and a comfort and a secure space for me to go. And I started to be able to think about who I was and how I could not just better myself, but how I could process parts of myself that often were left unattended to. And so I started doing these naturopathy sessions. It was a bit of a massage too, which was just something to give back to myself. And very early on, I began to understand the importance in self-care. And it's funny because you think that there's a 17-year-old putting her money every month into a massage. You would kind of laugh. Like I was partying. I wanted cool clothes. I was about to buy a car. Um, I, you know, I had such different priorities, but I realized from a pretty, from a pretty snappy point of this relationship that I had with this naturopath, that this was something that not only was I going to, um, I suppose, progress from, but I 100% needed it to survive. And so once I created a bit more of a relationship with this particular naturopath, we were able to really dive into some different practices and tools as to how I could cope or understand where I'd come from. And whilst everybody trying their hardest, you know, weren't to blame, there was a real understanding that once you started to grasp what went down and why that went down the way it did and how it made you feel, you could release so much just by having an understanding of what the issue at hand was. It wasn't even so much about solving it. I think the first step is understanding it. And often you do need somebody to help you work through that. It's very, very hard to do on your own, if if at all, if you're able to at all. And so from there on, I started different relationships with therapists. Later down the track, in my mid to late 20s, I started kinesiology, I had tried all kinds of different modalities, and when I say modalities, it's kind of different natural therapies. I had gone to different naturopaths over the years. I had worked with different um, ailments or illnesses or emotional responses of my body or anxiety or cold and flu and found natural ways to be able to overcome those, but also started to understand the emotional impact or the emotional, I suppose... Um, source that was coming behind a lot of the things that were uh, progressing from a physical sense and often it's the physical that we pay attention to but really it does start from an emotional perspective it's really funny the other day I realized that when a baby is born the heart actually grows before the brain and I thought that was so poignant to explain how much the emotional and the you know, the non-brain function is actually the very first foundational point of humanity. And all our lives, we're trying to figure out the brain and our mental game when actually we come back to the heart. That's the very first thing that existed in our little makeup. So it was quite fascinating to think about that because I think that's very much what this podcast is about, is that There are so many different modalities and alternative therapies and I've done so much, so many yoga retreats overseas, different kinds of healers that I've seen, Um, as I mentioned, endless amounts of therapy of all different styles Uh, and so much of it has come into my life and so much of it comes up just at the time I need it. But something that I'm finding myself in at the moment is this really clear silence. And when I say silence, I mean, this is about as much as I'm working on. There is no relationship I'm healing with my family. There is no kind of therapy or progression I'm trying to take with my fertility journey. There's no career counseling through my kinesiology sessions with where I'm going next There's no uh, couples counselling for teething issues that Ben and I had early on. It's just space. And it's funny because work hasn't quietened down or stopped, but it's also been really clear the last couple of weeks with lots of things potentially out there, but nothing coming up as real points of aggression or points of to do's, you know, things, there's there's not been things that I've had to add to to do lists. So I found myself in this real openness and I am still going to a few appointments for my fertility journey. I haven't completely cut that off. I go to an acupuncturist for my body to try and help, um, help that part of my life. And I also see a herbalist, And it was funny because I was saying to this particular herbalist who at the moment is really just concentrating on that, but you know, things come up and we talk about a whole range of issues. I'm only in there for about 20 minutes. I get herbs and then I'm out. But I said to her, it's funny. I started to think there's so much quiet in my life right now. Am I supposed to be working on something? Am I supposed to be going after something? Am I supposed to be planning something? And she's like, no, no, you're supposed to be exactly where you are because the only person you're supposed to be talking to when it comes to what you need to know is yourself. And there comes a point where in amongst all of that self-work and in amongst all of the doing and the to-dos and the healing, you come here where I am now. And it's this space, but not space as it was last year where it was terrifying and scary and I resisted. I find myself in a new lot of space, which may be similar, but maybe it took me a year to figure out how to actually be in it. And once you figure out how to be in it, that that's the moment things start to change. Because I said to a girlfriend yesterday, Often the thing that we resist and we go into counselling or therapy for is often really just the thing we're supposed to be learning how to deal with, not to learn how to make it go away or learn how to clock it. Really what we're supposed to be doing is learning how to be in it, learning how to sit in it. A lot can happen in three years, like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance, United Healthcare Tri-Term medical plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage that lasts nearly three years in some states. Learn more at uh1.com. So I didn't book a therapy appointment. I didn't book an appointment with my healer, Michael. I didn't book more appointments with fertility specialists. I didn't book an appointment with my kinesiologist. I haven't booked an appointment with the business manager for the second part of the year, which I know I'd like to do at some point. I just did nothing. And I'm not even meditating as much as I usually do. I'm just kind of watching the time go by for a bit because for some reason, I feel that's exactly what I need to get used to a little bit. I need to get used to pulling back. I need to get used to having space. I need to get used to getting bored on my phone and wanting more, but wanting less. Less is more, if that makes sense. When I say I want less, I mean, I want more of less. And the phone doesn't give you less in any capacity. So I guess what the real, true place I find myself in is this this conversation within, but also no conversation within. being truly calm in waiting. In knowing that it's me, in knowing who I am, in not allowing the space to have things creep up to say, you're a bum, you need to do more, you don't have a social life like you used to have, you don't have a job like you used to have, you don't even have the results that you want in other parts of your life when it comes to family and building all those things, all those voices come up, don't get me wrong. But they kind of come up at the back. They're kind of these things that are like spikes, not weeds anymore. They're there and they're gone because I know in my heart of hearts that all I need right now is space. I don't need to figure anything out. And if I bring those thoughts up and I pull them into the arena, then it's a show. I'm doing the show. I'm creating it. I'm adding to the drama. I'm adding to the storyline. I'm adding to the, the the beginning, middle and end. None of it's real. But it's all things that I will be adding to. But there's not meant to be anything on my stage. There's not meant to be anything in my arena right now. It's just supposed to be me in an empty stadium that's very comfortable with being me without any of the bells and whistles. Now, does that mean I want to quit earning money and having any kind of idea of how to live in a Western life in the city and have the, you know, a nice car and have all those kinds of things that make us feel comfortable? No, it doesn't have to be that extreme. But guess what? I worked hard and I have those. I partnered up with a husband who's working really hard on behalf of us too. Why am I resisting the fact that I have the opportunity to have the space? Well, I'm not resisting. I'm right here and I'm going within, but I'm going within not for answers. I'm going within to sit comfortably in the nothing. And that, my friends, has taken 15 years of work. (laughs) It's weird because I really find myself at a place where my job and so much of my public life has been about being relatable is this relatable? I don't know. Is this something that you get something out of? I don't know. But I'm sharing my truth. And today I'm here to say that if you do put in the hard work and you are an anxious person, you can have a calm mind at one point. And I actually am getting a bit emotional thinking about it because sure, I still had lost my breath on the plane a couple of days ago. There's panicky moments. Yeah, no doubt about it. Did that panicky moment define me? Did I make it about something? No, I'm not putting labels on things anymore. My physical self will play out the way it's supposed to. I've had trauma and I've had a hard, rough go. Everything I've had in my life, I've created myself and it hasn't been easy. I don't come from a lot. So it's going to play out in certain ways, but am I going to make it mean more than it does at the moment? No, nah. nah, because this space is something I've worked too fucking hard to get. This kind of calmness is something I've worked too hard to get. And I'm telling you, I really can't believe that I'm sitting here speaking about having space in my mind, not having thoughts run everywhere through my mind. And maybe all along, we weren't so scared of our thoughts. We were scared of not having them. Maybe all along, I've been scared of the silence. Maybe all along, I've been scared of the space. Maybe all along, I've been filling my mind with thoughts and things to fix because this space was scarier than having too many things to think about. And sure, it's been scary. Things come up. Your thoughts get desperate. Your mind gets desperate to make it busy, to keep it going, to keep it actioning. It'll start to say pretty bad, nasty things. But if you do the work, they just don't mean anything. You see the benefit in the space. You know the next lesson you need to learn and you know that coming from a life full of overthinking and anxiety, there's got to be another way. There's just got to be. So why not dive into the space? Why not dive into the silence? Why not dive into not having your phone on? Why not dive into hanging out by yourself? Because the other option's fucking pretty stressful too. And as much as that place at the beginning is scary, you might just land here where nothing ends up being perfect, but you just get a release of those thoughts and that energy that you have to spend on fixing things that you are barely controlling. So I encourage you at some point to just consider that whilst the space and the silence and the patience and the alone time feels scary, it surely can't be scarier than the hellhole of overthinking and fixing everything is for you right now. I, I love you. I love you for showing up. And I love you for inquiring in yourself. You're brave, you're so, so brave. We all are. If you like this podcast, please share it with a friend. Like I've said many, many times, it's our responsibility together for us to teach this stuff to each other. And by sharing, it's such a true, easy, human thing, human kindness thing you can do. All you need to do is share my work I've done the brunt of the vulnerability, I've done the brunt of the storytelling, I've done the brunt of opening my heart up. You just need to do a quick little share with one person today that you might feel could benefit or just feel like it might be a kind thing to do. I am going to announce the date of the Self-Centered Sunday event in Melbourne at the end of June next week. And I hope that everything will be locked in uh, by the beginning of June for you to get your tickets. Tickets will be very, very limited. It's going to be a small affair. It will be a group meditation and a talk, my very first talk that I want to trial on my self-centered Sunday peeps. So if you are in the Melbourne or Victoria area or even want to fly in, totally up to you, but we will be uh, doing an event at the end of June in Melbourne. I have also got a group coaching starting on the 7th of June. We are still doing an intake. I'm not 100 percent sure if there's any um, if there is any payment plans left, but you can email us at support at stacyjune.com um, or you can go and secure your spot right now at stacyjune.com forward slash workshops. It's such an incredible experience. It goes for three weeks, but you're set up for a month after that three weeks. So technically, it's about a seven-week, I guess, event. It requires you to do some homework, but it really is at your own pace, completely built for you. And all of the things that I spoke about that I learned over the last 15 years, I I put in the key factors that have helped me change my life. So I hope that uh, you'll come on board if you've been in, you know, just kind of interested, but really just not sure. I, I I would hope that you would contact me and and ask any questions you'd like. All right, guys, if it is a Sunday for you, please enjoy, take some time. Um, I really invite you to be able to have those moments and start to dabble in just a little bit more space within yourself. Um, I think it's quite magical, and I think sometimes if the answers don't come up straight away then maybe it's just the space you're supposed to sit with and that's answer enough. Until next week, this week is Single Pringle Week. Don't worry, if you're not single, you can all listen in. All Single Pringle stuff, he's open up to single life, dating and relationships. Um, We are going to be launching two Single Pringle podcasts for the launch of Single Pringle this week and I cannot wait for you to hear them. Of course, if you've got any question that you would like to be answered on one of the Q&A parts of the Single Pringle podcast, you can email us at podcast at stacyjune.com and I will try and get through your questions on each of the podcast week by week. It'll be a weekly affair. All right, friends, thank you so much for listening. I would love a rating and review if you've got the time. And until next week, ciao. This has been another Bijou Podcast production.